How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Eminence Legacy Podcast. You can learn more about us at eminencelegacy.com where you will find a blog and a virtual session for life coaching. Learn about yourself and how you can understand the people around you. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can find podcasts like this one. So I know I'm not the only one that has sent out an angry email and then realized that, you know what, I should have thought about this first before sending it. Not only the email, I've also experienced sometimes that I just blurt out what's crossing my mind at that very moment and sometimes I think about it, why did, what I, why did I just do that? Yeah, it's happened to me too, like in conversations, whether it's with my wife or, you know, somebody, somebody close to me, the conversation is over at this point, but I, but, but by the time we get to this point, I'm already upset and I want to throw in the last word. So even though it's already over, I just resurrect the argument and it starts another spiral of, of disagreements. This is being emotional. So emotional intelligence is something that often is overlooked. And the reason for that is because we think of IQ. There's so much emphasis on the IQ. How much do we know? And it's understandable because for almost everything in life, you need to take some form of assessment. Whether it's to get a job, whether it's to get a license, the only thing that that people test is going to be your IQ. Although I will trace that back because now there are companies that are testing your EQ. That is correct. The more and more we get more understanding of what emotional intelligence is, people are starting to realize it doesn't matter how how high your IQ is. If you don't maintain your emotions on check, you're always going to be on the downside because there's always going to be that room for you to act irrational. To give you an idea is the logical brain the speed of it is very progressive. That part of your brain is going to move at a very progressive rate. The data is always going to be precise. But when we look at the emotional part of the brain, that type of emotion, the speed moves immediately. It reacts immediately. And it gets very little data. It just summarizes what it's feeling. And it tries to stay alive. It's a mechanism that we have built in to try to keep us uh, life when certain situations get bad but nevertheless we're not living in the primal ages where we're trying to fight lions and bears right now normally our emotions flare up at work with the people we care about and those around us right so like let's say in a time when we were foraging and there was the real threat of encountering a danger like let's say a bear fighting for the same food that you're after Right. So in this case, you have to give in to those primal urges. In this case, anger. In this case, retribution. You know, like um, they, they, uh, it, it's a matter of survival. So you want to be able to defend yourself against a wild animal. But today, it's we're in a very different setting where most of us are just hiding behind a screen, and we often forget about the person on the other side. 
nonetheless, whenever you're working with someone or maybe you're hiring someone, it's not something that you want to exclude. You want to take a look at the emotional intelligence of the person because knowing the job is not enough. How are they going to respond during stress? Are they going to stick around? Or in the moment when, th when the pressure starts flaring up, are they just going to hurdle and not do anything about it because they're over consumed and overwhelmed by what they're feeling at the moment? So in reality, there's a certain truth to the fact that emotional intelligence is even more greater than intelligent, than, I'm sorry, than IQ. You know, so it's something that we need to work in. If you think about it, special forces really focus on this, that they are able to control their emotions at all costs. And it doesn't matter if they pass the test. It doesn't matter if they passed a certain type of expectations. If their emotions are not in check when we're talking about special forces for the military, if they, don't, they, if they cannot handle their emotions, more than likely they're not going to make the cut. Why? Because when we're stressed, when we're angry, when we're fearful, how are we going to react? Is it going to be rational or irrational? Although it's easy to say there's definitely things that you could do to improve your emotional intelligence. But before we get to that, let's talk about some of the benefits and you working on improving your emotional intelligence. To begin with, we briefly already mentioned, is that you can definitely expect to see an improvement in your work and your school, whether you're a student or whether you're an employee or a business owner. Being able to manage your emotions is going to allow you to be able to react, to be able to formulate a plan during high-stress scenarios. And you'll be able to not cut ties with other people by being rude or by being um, a w by reacting in a way that is going to force people not to want to work with you. You'll be able to be have that emotional intelligence to understand what the person is thinking, to understand what the person is feeling. Now, another perspective that you could see this from is the fact that having emotional intelligence is very good for your physical health. How many things are or health consequences are a result of stress? If you're not able to manage that stress, you can expect to see so many health complications that stem from that. So it's definitely something that you want to address early on. Even in the medical field, they have found that if a person is controlling their emotions in a in a time where they have a, a crisis meaning that they're sick with maybe something that is uh, very serious if their emotions is in check normally those patients tend to get uh, well sooner or a lot of times the medication or the process of them healing it's a lot faster and that that is attributed a lot of times to their emotions that they're stable now, this is still, again, they're still looking into all the benefits of having your emotions on check. But nevertheless, we do see that it is beneficial for your overall health, your mental health, and your physical health. Because unfortunately, they both go together. And if you don't take care of one, the other one is going to suffer and vice versa so it's very important that we work on 
learning more about emotional intelligence. And another one that we briefly mentioned earlier is your relationships. Stop escalating. Learn how to tone things down, how to bring down the heat, how to be able to make uh, uh, an argument into a beneficial conversation. An emotional and intelligent person is going to be able to transform a negative conversation or a negative argument and, and and they're going to see it as an opportunity to grow and to understand the other person better. And last but not least is social intelligence. Once again, you can know the job. You can be good at what you do. But if you cannot understand yourself and you cannot understand the people around you, then that's going to be a problem. Because what it comes down to is that emotional intelligence is the skill and ability to help you identify, understand, and manage your own emotions. And then you can identify and emphasize the emotions of others. You need to make sure that you understand yourself. So you need to work on yourself in order for you to start understanding others. Unfortunately, we think that everybody's wired the same. And that a lot of times brings stress to any relationship, whether it's... Uh, with somebody close to you or whether it's in a social setting. And with that said, we do we did promise some tools that we could use to be able to improve our emotional intelligence. With these tools, what we're trying to work on is getting to that level to where you find a resolution for the different stages in your life because we're always going to face opposition we're always going to go through emotions sadness fear anger anxiety so we're going to give you those tools so you could better your emotional intelligence so number one we've got self-management self-management is very important because when we talk about self-management we're looking at controlling your emotions and understanding yourself on how something is triggering you and what you could do to avoid it normally those stressors show up beforehand the problem is that a lot of times we're we're so not conscious of them that we just act upon our emotions exactly so for example identify those triggers know when or what typically triggers those emotions whether and, and in this case we're focusing on stress so how can you mitigate for that or prepare for that so that you know, are able to respond in the appropriate way so sometimes it, it, it involves a certain level of foresight meaning not just in so you have to, in a way, imagine what can go wrong, but also imagine the alternative. You don't want to be stuck on one side where you're just thinking about all the possible bad things that could happen. But you could also think, you know what, best case scenario, this will happen. However, I want to be prepared for the worst case scenario, hoping that it does not happen. Once you allow your, your, your moods to take charge, you're, you're lost. So... It's always to change it's always important to change the narrative of what you're seeing, what you're feeling, and try to take a different perspective on the situation and say, okay, how can can you get closer to finding stability in the way you're feeling? And this is very closely linked to self awareness. 
when we talk about self-awareness again it's that's why we have the flight assessment that that we encourage you to take and basically it tells you your natural behaviors who you are when you wake up without the stressors who are you a lot of times we think that we know who we are but the self-awareness is really not there because a lot of times you don't even know what triggered that emotion or you think you know but maybe it wasn't that specific thing that triggered it it was something else before it and that was just the tip of the iceberg so knowing yourself and knowing how you think will allow you to be able to manage those emotions and now it's not just about self-awareness about knowing your emotions because maybe you do know your emotions and you're fine with them not doing anything about your emotions and being to relax and chill about them still causes damage at the end it's true it's one thing that stood out to me when i was doing this research that it's possible to be too chill actually <laughs> where you do nothing about a current situation you know where you stop growing because you're just too content and it we're all pursuing contentment to a certain extent but it's important for our personal growth to be able to challenge ourselves and to grow in many and in, in different ways and forms but absolutely be able to name that emotion that you're feeling because if you're not able to name it and identify it then you're not going to know how to address it and if you don't know how to address it maybe you don't know what the source of that initial emotion was so be able to know, name what it is and identify what the trigger source was is all part of self-awareness when we're talking about emotional intelligence i want you to think about one thing is that at the end of the day even if you feel that you your iq is there to manage any job to to manage any relationship to be able to to um maybe move further as far as in, in in your career if we do not work on our character if we do not work on who we are at the end of the day it doesn't matter how much talent you have when you are faced with opposition what person is going to come out who is going to show up is it going to be the person that's able to manage their emotions or is it going to be somebody that's going to not be able to manage their emotions and at the end being so close to your goal you you might lose it all so it's very important that we focus on our emotions and keeping them on check a lot of times you hear it over and over on motivational videos don't get emotional but i don't believe that a lot of us actually look into it to what really is that they're trying to say in those videos it's more than just something that sounds cool it's something that's going to at the end define your success and how far you get how you manage your relationships how you manage the situations around you and that brings us to the next point which is social awareness and it's not just being aware about yourself but being aware of others and it seems like a lot but in reality it's a byproduct of knowing yourself because once you learn more about yourself then you realize that everyone else works similarly and when and when you're able to identify yourself you realize that there's other other types of personalities out there and and they're going to respond differently which once again it's something that we can assist you with at eminencelegacy.com you know but knowing others 
is definitely going to be very helpful in any stage or any place where you find yourself in life. So as a matter of fact, this past weekend, we were talking to someone uh, that we hadn't seen in several years and they had a lot to catch up on. So they were sharing us their latest uh, news and developments within their family. And I thought it was awesome when she said, am I talking too much? I think I'm talking too much. I'm sorry, you know, but you know, but that that response from her, it was admirable because I think that's an emotionally intelligent person. You know, she read the verbal cues and she's like, you know what? Maybe I need to give the other person the opportunity to talk. Um, a lot of times, you you see, one of the things that we need to realize is that we communicate things non-verbally. And all these emotions that you're feeling are going to be communicated. So when you ask yourself, well, it's because I'm not very good at making friends or I'm not very good at meeting people. You have to ask yourself, well, maybe you're communicating negative emotions through your nonverbal cues. Because if you're feeling stressed, your body is going to respond and, and communicate that you are going to stress. If you are feeling sad, you're also going to express that through nonverbal cues. So how we feel is is definitely going to be public knowledge in the sense that it is what you're going to communicate on how you show yourself in front of others. How many times have you been have you been asked, are you mad? And our natural response, no, I'm not mad, I'm fine. But the truth is that our nonverbal are saying more than we think. So when when whenever we're moving, how are we moving? How do we talk? What is our nonverbal language? How are we communicating with people? That is key in everything that you're doing. And your emotions are always going to show when you're uncomfortable or when you're in a situation that you don't feel yourself. And what all of this is referring to is relationship management, which is the last tool that we have to offer you today. So be aware of those nonverbal cues and and, and always remember that how you feel is is eventually going to show to the people around you and it might create the stress in the room so uh definitely keep that in mind and so any last words that you would like to add when you feel that you're getting stressed out it's very good to always add humor and always find other ways to find an outlet for that that frustration that might be building or that emotion that give it a name Give that emotion a name. If you're angry, say, I'm angry. If you're sad, say, I'm sad. But give it a name. That's the only way you're going to be able to deal with it after you name it. Once you name it, it'll be easier for you to go through the process of trying to get out out of that groove and getting into a more stable, emotional part of your life. And that concludes this week's episode. If you like what you hear, visit patreon.podbean.com dot com slash eminence legacy so that you can make a donation so that we can continue to provide programming like this one have a great rest of the week bye bye